Good morning, good afternoon, wherever we are. This is Chris, and we're today talking about your gift. Uh, for those of you who've been doing the 30-day challenge, the last couple of days has been working on purpose and gift. For those of you who aren't, it's interesting to know just a bit of background. Every single person comes on this planet with a gift. They didn't ask for it. They didn't do anything to get it. They didn't earn it. It just came with them on this planet. And if you wanted to call it something, you could just, oh, I think it's best to call it a gift, but if you wanted to give it some sort of uh, high name, you would say it's the soul template. It's the mark of the soul. But it's a gift. Dalai Lama got one. His gift was he was the reincarnation of some very clever person in the past and he became Dalai Lama. He didn't have to work for it. Queen of England became Queen of England, didn't do anything. Just woke up one day and said, shit, you're the Queen. Um, Usain Bolt, fast. Just all you can say. And yep, he used it. He found a world in which that was an asset and he lived it. Now, he's trying to make a brand out of it. Uh, and that's just, but it's automatic. He didn't have to do shit. There's sometimes, there's uh, people who um, can balance on a sixpence and they become a gymnast. They didn't have to do anything for the original gift, but they exploit it. They are able to let it be an important part of their life. So, just so it's really clear, there's only one gift, it's not a multitude of things, it comes with one word, like king or queen or royal or smart or even dumb, there's a word, and that word is a gift. If my gift was dumb, like not high IQ, dumb, I would probably uh, end up with some ability to intuit everything. A seer, a feeler, a person who senses things. If my gift was joy, then I would just be joyful even when the worst things happen. I would surprise myself with feeling a joy. These words. Now, these words, these gifts fall into two categories. And this is the important thing to hear. They fall into two categories. Bad things that are considered in the social meme not good, and good things which fall into the social meme of great. But typically, we're ashamed of both. So for example, if a person's born sharp, that's positive, or clear, let's, let's make a really easy one, clear. But they're born with it, they're more clear than everybody else, they see things other people don't see, but they become a little bit ashamed of it because somebody somewhere along the line said, would you stop being so sharp, stop being so clear? And they got, they didn't get encouraged to be more clear and loved for being clear, they got a little bit embarrassed by it. And so they hid it. They hid their clarity. 
or somebody gets born, I don't know the word, let's use the word naughty. Just naughty. Love to be mischievous. That's the word, mischievous. That's their, that's their word. And that mischievous, nobody likes it and they get ashamed of it. So, as we grow up, we go out looking for a partner. And the choice of partner and the work environment really depends on whether we perceive the gift to be a curse or a blessing, and whether we're ashamed which direction we took to be ashamed of it. So for example, if we're naughty, we will look for a good person, a, 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 a person who's good. And we marry the good person to, to associate our naughty and almost uh, get rid of the sin by allegiance and alignment with a good person. The good person, of course, isn't good. They've just put that expression, that expressed that part of their character. They're also naughty. And eventually we realize that. And that makes us question our choice of partner. We can also have something in us that's good. Like, let's go back to that one, clear. And if we're clear and we're ashamed of it, we're attracted to a person who's the opposite. A person who's muddy, who's intuitive, who's feeling, sensual, sexual. And quite often you see the most unlikely pairing of two people and it's based on this gifting. We, when a person doesn't own their gift, they're either attracted to the opposite of it. So uh, let's say for example, a, a large person will who's ashamed of their largeness will seek a small person. Someone who's tiny and uh, nimble and pirouettes. But a person who's large and is ashamed of it, thinking it's a bad thing, or thinking it's a good thing, but they're ashamed of it, will be attracted to a large person because they think they're small. They want to be, they want to be small compared. And so very often, this denial of our gift leads to the choice of partner. And the finding of a gift makes us question why we've chosen the person we're with, because suddenly they are us, we are them. The, 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 the difference that was attractive evaporates and we get stand, stand there looking at somebody, we go, well, I'm large and I no longer need to be standing next to a large person fighting me down to keep me small to, so they stay large. So suddenly we say, I am large, that's my gift, I'm going to hold that and sustain it. But the large person that we chose keeps large because they belittle small, belittle other people and make them feel small. And then we think we're going to change the dynamic, the math, but the other person we're with is not interested in changing the math. And we think they are, but they're not. 
what their habit is for a lifetime is belittling people to stay big. And they achieved that with the large person and that's what made them attractive. They belittled somebody, told somebody how big they were and, and how little the other person is. And that was attractive. If we don't like our, our large and someone says, you're small, we go, oh, thank goodness. If we have a positive quality like good, but we don't like it because we think it's weak or we think it's uh, shallow or we think it's boring or something like that, we'll be attracted to a bad person because we feel a sense of badness being around them and the good doesn't bother us. The, the, the shame about all oh, the boredom of being good goes away. And so loving this quality, this single quality, this purpose in life, this quality, this gift, loving this gift changes our dynamic, changes our, our attraction to particular jobs and our attraction to particular people and a particular environment. It changes it all. And this is all very important to know because if we don't find our gift, we're always hollow. We're always uh, seeking, searching, questioning, not happy, uh, discontent. And we also, also go to places where we arrive uh, and, and people recruit us or attracted to us because of our quality we don't know it, we don't like that quality, so the first thing we do is we start masking the quality, which means the thing that they liked about us goes away, and suddenly we're in a work environment or a home environment where somebody's questioning why the hell uh, they employed us or married us. So owning this quality, loving this quality, means you don't have to uh, ricochet rebound off another person and it makes therefore the choice of a partner and the choice of a job and the choice of a relationship much more beautiful much more authentic because you just say this quality in me is the single thing that these people are are recruiting me for that's what they're attracted to me for that's what they want me for and i'm going to hold that space i'm going to bring that space but i'm not going to echo that space out into the atmosphere all I have to do is own it. It's not about using it or uh, boasting about it because you didn't earn it, it came for free. I think it's all very beautiful and I really honestly think this is the, the sunshine of our life, finding the gift and then owning that gift, self-leadership, owning the gift and respecting other people for not liking it because if you're large and other people feel small around it don't blame them that's their not owning their small and if they're small if they feel small and they don't like being small maybe their gift is small and they just don't like it all this is really profound very deep and very honest and authentic and i'd encourage you to go on this quest to find the word the word that you probably don't like to hear or the probably the word that you've always known but never liked you find it 
and then you'll see possibly which will be a little uh, challenge you'll find you'll see why you chose your partner and why you're struggling now that you've found out there's two sides to them too because the thing you're running away from they've got and the thing you're attracted to you've got so suddenly you've got what you were searching for in this relationship and what made you think about buying into it and therefore you have to reevaluate what the purpose of a relationship is and that's a great day it's a day when all the quarrels and fights go down to simply love and consciousness and beauty intimacy and all the codependency evaporates and you learn to love a thousand people a day this is Chris you have a beautiful day bye for now